0: And gentlemen welcome to another exciting episode of the devil's Dew. i am your host carl duty night court is in session maybe with me as always is my steam co-host the man who is the patrick swayze to my chris farley of chippendale dancers mr drew celestino wow a whole well, bunch of- we're both dead which death is sadder
1: um, that's tough. Pancreatic cancer or I'm gonna go drugs. I'm going to go with Patrick oh, wait, <laughs> Spoilers, we have a guest. <laughs> Can't Sorry. contain the hurricane for long.
0: <laughs> well, go, go on. Yeah, well, let's... Might uh, as well hit it off, Carl. <laughs> well, dear listeners... As you know, this is where we uh, launch into our opening statements and we're still going to do that, but as you heard previously, we do have a guest on the show. This I'm so is So sorry. It's okay. It's okay. You you are the hurricane that cannot be contained, the lady. <laughs> it's a serious breach of etiquette, but it's okay. We've 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 <laughs> had a reunion in, of one previous show on our show and now we have a reunion of another show on our show joining us today the lovely the talented miss virginia Carrington.
2: hi friends hi <laughs> i'm so happy to to be here I, i'm sorry that i can't help but talk you asked me to come talk
0: and i know show on. I'm, I'm i'm aware I've, and you said
2: patrick Swayze, and i loved patrick's i was we a, all love
0: patrick Swayze. everybody loved young patrick lass
2: Swayze. with a crush on a man you know
1: Ask me about yep. ghosts sometime. I'll tell you. I think we,
0: we actually have a unfortunate connection to Patrick Swayze and Six Degrees Separation in News today, but we will get there okay. when we do. Back to Protocol. Drew! Yeah. How was your week, sir? Uneventful, which is good. That's good, because the past couple of weeks, you've
1: been like nonstop. Well, why don't you ask me next week, and I'm going to I'm gonna tell you a yeah, thing, going Yeah, it's
0: going gonna, gonna to be a long opening statement. I'm already week. on to... I'm, I'm not even through it yet. I'm in the midst. You're I, already in concert. I'm already here. Win- you got I'm the shirt. Winded. You got everything.
1: Well, I'm coming from band practice, so okay. But no, this coming week is is huge and, and ridiculous. And I stand by my previous statements. I need a clone of some kind to 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 alleviate life
0: for me. All right. Well, as long as your clone gets as we discussed previously, if your clone gets excited about eating a dolphin, then all out all right i'll work on it.
1: Someone out there has to be working on this. One of our <laughs> listeners must be a scientist indeed, um, but no, nothing really uh, eventful happened we had uh we had a little game night action we had I did some family gatherings uh, for a birthday of my little cousin he's now officially. Fourteen and uh, too cool for us now. Like, yeah, we're still cool, but he's got. A, he hangs out with his buddies yeah, yeah. now, and he's he's acting all too cool for school. Yep. doesn't want to be seen with the family as much, and it's like, yeah, okay. I don't have kids yet, dude, but I got to tell you, I think there's like an, a there's an age where they all turn into this like total. I can't use the word, but like poopy heads. Yeah. So they're really cute when they're little. They're really cute when they're growing up, and then they hit a, They hit a certain age where they all them and all their friends they're just little punks jerks. Yeah, yeah, they're really and jerky. Then, and then they get through that, and they get yeah. you know they go through. Then high they school. realize
0: you actually knew what you were talking right. about and as a parent. Then maturity happens, and then that yeah.
1: by, by that point they're basically adults. So I guess what I'm saying is if we could just kind of speed along the 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 poopy head part, I'd be happier. Gotcha. Then I think back and like God, I was probably insufferable when I was a kid, and now. But <laughs> when I was a kid, <laughs> you know. Anyway, uh, and then we have Mother's Day on Sunday, which was. Uh, a bit of a cluster muck of a different proportion, but I got through it okay. Yeah, and uh, it was nice. And uh yeah, that's that's. And here we are recording a day early, so
0: that's yes. that's it, man. That, that we're recording like, Monday night to accommodate my ridiculous week yes. ahead, starting at like nine o'clock, which is usually when we're done. <sighs> hence the night court. Feel we should open the song with the show with the Night Court theme instead of our traditional theme. <laughs> Only if <laughs> I could be John Larroquette. <laughs> All right, that's cool. I always thought he
1: was cool. I don't know why. He just looked cool.
0: Okay, Virg, you can be Marky Post.
2: That's fine with me.
1: I'll be
0: the judge. <sighs> so as you can tell, I'm already winded. How yes. was your week? My week was okay. It was kind of hectic. Uh, William had a cold. Not again. I think I mentioned this last week. Um, not the four horsemen of the apocalypse plague that he bestowed on us last time this was just like you know fever and congestion but makes him he doesn't know yet he can breathe out of his mouth so sleeping is an adventure or should i say not sleeping Mm -hmm. so the wife and i just been taking turns kind of typically he'll fall asleep fine on the couch and we just kind of box him in there with pillows and whatnot and then just kind of sleep on the couch out there with him we have a nice little sectional so we just kind of tuck him in the corner and Make sure he's safe and secure in there. Um, yeah, then we had a game night Friday night, which which started out well. Um, but uh, we,
3: you, you're thinking you of Saturday,
0: yeah, Saturday night, we, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. But uh, you you weren't feeling aisle bound, no. which is kind of disappointing to me. I think I think I understand why. I wasn't Here, feeling aisle bound. Here's the thing, and this goes beyond your typical: if you don't do well in the game, you tend to hate it. I think you bought in too much to the attack action. Maybe. Because, like... Y- There's a lot of
1: moving pieces in that game, and if I wasn't near the, the visible parts that I needed to be near, and I only have so much ability to stand up and lean over the table, even then, I can only lean so far, given my stature. So, <laughs> Well, the game takes up a lot of geography on the It page. does. With some board games that are like that, I feel like this would be a better video game than a, than a board game. Because then I have a display, and I can easily digest attributes as opposed nah, to a table a where game. I have to look around, and it's kind of like, all eh, right.
0: Yeah, and Jen was, I've learned that if it's a new game or a game she doesn't know how to play, I'm kind of starting to recognize when you can play with Jen and when you can't play with Jen. you got to get in early. When she's getting ready to go to sleep, because yes. she was just like, she was like, oh, yeah, I'll be fine 10 minutes, and I'm like, crap. Yep. So. It's like I'm I, watching TV with her at night. <laughs> you good i'm good 10 minutes oh, later julie's ow. the same way how cold same way like nine o'clock at night she's like hey let's watch this i'm like all right 20 minutes later yeah yeah there's not snoring mind you but just breathing. It
1: it's an audio medium i understand yeah
0: yeah um no i think i i would ask that you maybe give vile one more shot maybe because the thing was you tried the attack once and it failed And then you tried it again and failed. And by that time, you were so far behind the curb, you had no chance of catching up. So, maybe one more chance. Maybe. It's good stuff. Because you like City of Iron. I did like City of Iron. Same designer. Yeah, Islebound has actually less moving parts than City of Iron. Not all things are created equal by the same creator. I gotcha. Good albums,
1: bad albums. Good video games, bad video games. Gotcha. Good TV series. Daredevil. Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. Yep. I got that's you. That's what I'm saying? All right. Yeah, that was... Which I had
0: not finished. <laughs> Still, like, three episodes left, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know that I'm going to get this done. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> I don't want to watch Have you... It. I
0: pushed. You went through the whole thing? Yeah. Thumbs up, thumbs down?
2: Somewhere in between, I guess.
0: Yeah, that's kind of where we're at. That's it, where you're at. We're I at know the, where I'm, I'm at. I'm at the Raul Julia Street Fighter movie, like... I, I'm, I'm... Sideways no, thumb.
1: I'm, I'm committed to the hate at this point. I think it... it I... I loathe it. Yes, it's not. It's I love it. It's not the
0: it. worst thing out
1: there. It's the worst thing Marvel's done. Yes. Okay. Yes. There we go. Anyway, all right.
0: So none happier things, please. Yes. <laughs> Lest
1: I dwell on Danny Rand.
0: Dinner. I am Danny Rand. I'm I, Danny Rand. I said last week on the show that fantastic conversation would be. I am Danny Rand. I am Groot. I am Danny Rand. <laughs> I am Groot.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah see, that, that as, soon for 45. as soon as yeah. you
0: say it right everybody can see it
2: i want a so. t-shirt with the <laughs> cartoon
0: image of that now <laughs> you might be honest to you're actually right like, this to, is what etsy
1: stores are made for dude exactly <laughs> yes dear listeners please get, get on that for yeah
0: us. We'll, we'll <laughs> get you shoot us a link all right Dear listeners, that was our week's so kind of a bridged version because we had you know fairly boring boring weeks. But if you would like to tell us about your weeks, if you would like to send the same questions to the show. Uh, comments suggestions you can reach out to us an increasing number of you have been and we definitely appreciate that Yay! you can find us on twitter at devil's do pod you can go to facebook.com slash devil's do pod you can go to the devil's do pod at com, or you can find all these resources on our website the devil's dot That being said, because we are recording early, some of our uh, loyal followers, faithful followers, I'm sure had they known we were recording early, would have gotten in their questions. But we only have one question this week, and it is from Twitter user Badger Fang. He asks, at Devil's Do Pod, what is the most egregious HR transaction? Bringing your cat to work daily, not wearing pants, or being a dog? Being a dog? Being a dog. Which he's... Barking up the wrong tree. I know. Let's see what I do there. No. All right. Good. Yeah. Because uh, we're we're you and I are very much dog people. That was fairly egregious on your own
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I well being the 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 cat allergic allergic person here as am I sorry. Can't yeah. can't have the kitties around. Pants. Hey man, you do you. Take the pants off. It's your office. Not not here. No. Oh. Starting to undo I mean my at belt at work. We're not at work now. We're at home, All right. where, where we where we shame ourselves in the comfort of our own homes. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Feel ashamed. That's yeah, feel very ashamed.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, cats. So, yeah, I'm to Second cat. to
2: Go no pants. No pants. Right. Yeah, I think no pants is the uh, the most egregious. It's a it's a salt. It's a sort of assault on different levels. You know.
0: What if you're displaying something you're proud of? Yeah, like something that is to be admired. Yeah.
2: I'm the, <laughs> like new like new wonder woman underpants yeah, sure sure okay
0: or like a nice tattoo
2: right a tramp stamp
0: <laughs> or or jewelry <laughs> or jewelry it, right yeah sure mm-hmm. all right badger fang thanks for the question we appreciate it <laughs> as always so that's our cross-examination let's well, dig into the case files what do we got this week man we have a couple things okay um I have to start on a bit of a downer. Oh. Uh, today was. It was came across Newswire that Powers Booth. Yeah. Uh, famous for roles in Tombstone, uh, Red Dawn, uh, Sin City. Unfortunately, passed away today at age 68. Uh, reports saying natural causes died in his sleep. Well, without sounding too uh, insensitive, I guess I will just say, well. Bye. Jay said the same thing to me. <laughs> For those of you who remember Tombstone. How could you forget Tombstone? Well, bye. My My favorite thing with him, it was always Red Dawn.
1: You know, was, can I have a kind of things, I've never seen and, Red Dawn. And, and again, this goes to back
0: to the Patrick Swayze link. Because I know Swayze he's in it. In that. I know. It's like... Not for nothing, you hear a lot of flack for it because of it, like, being an 80s movie or whatnot, the people who was in it. It was, le- It's legitimately a good movie.
1: That was about what again? The Russians Invading?
0: Russians Invading. Wow. Yeah. Prophetic. <laughs> where, where are you when we need you, Swayze? <laughs> I
2: tell you what, when Sam Elliott passes away, I'm going to lose it. Don't
1: My God. He... All I'll say about that is that the mustache will live forever. Forever.
0: Forever. Forever. It'll be bronzed. It better be. Put in the Smithsonian.
2: I'm taking PTO that day. (laughs) That's what's happening.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. yeah, Powers Booth, unfortunately. Good name. Good name. name, Great voice. Hell hell of a name. Great voice. Powers Booth. Yeah. Exudes. It's like Rock Hudson. Yeah. But but he's better than Rock Hudson. (laughs) That's true. All right, so on to uh, more pleasant, shall we say, news? Yes. It was confirmed this week that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is getting a season five. I personally am happy about this because I've still been watching it, and it is a good show. I'm, I'm surprised it's lasted this long, to be honest with you. Think well, of all the shows that get get axed yeah, easily. And you, yeah, you and I were talking about this uh, Saturday night, how genre shows should never be on network television. Because that's just not your customer base. That's not yeah.
1: no. It doesn't have NCIS or, or or Law and Order attached to it. Yeah. <laughs> so how does Grandma know? You know what what's going on? Unless yeah. she has you know the quirky geek guy and then the the Joe Montana character to tell her things. I yeah. like that Joe Montana. R- respect for <laughs> Fat Tony.
0: Um, He's good. But yeah, that's not their, that's not their market. But uh, Agents of the S.H.I.E.L.D., could, I mean, granted, does probably have a lot to do with the fact that Disney owns ABC.
2: Right. There's no getting rid of that monkey.
1: Yeah. But ratings are ratings. I mean, it's if it's not drawn, they got to, you know, I know it's their property, but like, so what?
0: Yeah, it's, that's true. So I, people must be watching, dude. No, I agree with that as well. I think that... They kinda in, in between season two and three I think they were closest to getting canceled because that was still when they were just worried about kind of filling in the cracks in between the Marvel films and not really doing their own thing. But season four they really started doing their own thing and they have kinda established their own identity.
1: Well at that point they probably realized like, you know, the movies give us no respect, so why are we kowtowing to them exactly? Yeah, I think
0: I think the show had unfortunate expectations for a lot of viewers because i think everyone was thinking like oh man like every week like one week it's going to be chris evans on there next week's going to be robert downey jr and no, no. that was never going to happen
1: well i mean sam jackson showed up once i mean that's something yeah sam Cif, jackson Cif showed up, showed up, Cif, Cif showed, up once.
0: showed up a couple times i think someone else from the films has shown up
1: but then, but, yeah, but then in the marvel as is, we can't we, we can have nice things marvel doesn't let us have too many nice things we get Hawkeye in the movies, but we get Mockingbird in the show, and never the twain shall meet. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a bummer. Cause the they're, Mockingbird you know, they, 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 was they, done well. They were married in the comics, kids. I know. For those who don't. Well, our audience might not know that, <laughs> so that's some trivia for them. And no, kids, Hawkeye does not have a farmhouse with wife and stuff. He's got an apartment building with Pizza Dog.
2: Mm, Pizza Dog. Right?
0: Mm Pizza I miss pizza. I haven't mm. eaten in like four hours, so I'm starving. So please, let's not talk about yeah, pizza let's not, right now.
2: I, he heard my stomach when I walked in.
0: I haven't eaten pizza in a week and a half. Doing the sugar purge thing. Proud of you. How's it going, gay? It's going all right. Um, I found the key to it is choice in the moment. Okay. Don't wake up saying, I'm going to get to the end of this day without eating any, anything with sugar in it. Wake up and say, I'm going to get out of the house without... You need anything for sure, and then just take the next. Th- this is how like Narcotics Anonymous works, you know that.
2: Well, you know, <laughs> sugar is sugar, man. Yeah, yeah. You, it's the same situation.
1: Do you, to- do you need Do you need like a token or something? No, I'm good. I'm fine. <laughs> okay, yeah. You know.
2: I get it. I I tried the like when Atkins like blew up. I don't know, thirteen years ago or something. I tried it for like a week, and my body couldn't handle not having pasta in it. <laughs>
0: All the pasta. He's just, yeah. bring it. Just rub um, it on my gums.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was really rough. I mean, yeah. they tell you you can eat like a pound of bacon, but you can't have a freaking apple. Yeah, I don't think so, buddy. I, I don't think so. I don't
0: think the body's designed. No, what I'm doing is I'm attempting a 30-day sugar purge. And the guidelines, you know, it has to be processed sugar. If sugar occurs, occurs in the food naturally, then I can have it. So, you know, fruit and whatnot. But, yeah, I do miss pizza. I do. You, you love, should. You love pizza and it loves you back. Pizza's, pizza's kind of a big deal. Pizza's awesome. All right, anyway. Pizza. And pizza is the the silver bullet that ends the debate of immigration. It, we would not have pizza if it weren't for immigrants. But we know a lot of things done for immigrants, but don't but tell. Dude, pizza. I, I hear you. Lots of stuff. I just won the argument. French oh, fries. Wait, no, no, no.
2: That's an, uh, that's an American thing. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> French toast. Wait a second. <laughs> hey,
0: this to, we like to make them feel good about themselves. Hey. Okay, so the on. <laughs> <man>. they Commander, cool. <laughs> Why not? No one else leaves them alone. Everyone conquers them. Oh, pshaw.
2: Shots fired, France. Shots fired.
0: <laughs> and they have promptly surrendered. Well, at least they elected the right leader in their election.
1: Ugh. Well,
0: no one's perfect. Okay, so uh, next news item on docket, it was announced this week that a Deadpool animated series is happening. Not only that, is it? I'm sure, listener, you can hear Drew's eye roll. Not only that, it's being produced by none other than young Lando Calrissian himself, Mr. Donald Glover. That seems like a good combination to me.
1: I'm at peak Deadpool, dude. I can't take Yeah, anymore. I don't think
2: I could handle any more Deadpool. I mean, especially I'm, where I work.
1: I'm uh-huh. Deadpooled out. I'm done. Best Deadpool, and he's good animated. big deal, <laughs> dude. You haven't even seen the movie, and that should tell you all you need to know. I I haven't even seen it, and I'm tired of it. It's such a great movie, over saturated.
2: He's the new Wolverine.
1: I think he's worse.
2: Yeah, it's it's worse because now you have like a Gwenpool oh, and Howard the, the Duck Gwen stuff. The pool. I
1: know, it's, it's a lot of stuff can't we just enjoy a thing for what it is for a little while
0: no like, drew we have to milk it for every red cent that it's worth if it's popular and then, th- then
1: you render it dead quicker
0: see listen i'm not disagreeing with either one of you that there is oversaturation of deadpool but what i am saying when they do something with the character that you know should have been done all along tell me deadpool does not lend himself well to an animated series
2: I guess. I, don't I mean, know. who's who's your demographic though?
0: It's going to be an adult show, right? Yeah. It's going to be on FX. So that they want to get FXX. Okay. Or so FXXX, they, they want to get in on or that FX square whatever. root of six triple X. Yeah.
1: So basically, what they're trying to do is just like you know build up their Archer stable with with Deadpool. I and guess so. How's that yeah. bad thing? It's,
3: not,
2: it's
1: just. It's fine.
2: I get it. It's fine, and I get both sides. I do because you can do Deadpool, right? You yeah. really can. I, I just so much. It's just, I, but, but, but that's from a, a comic book reader's perspective too. That's not necessarily a you know the majority of the people who went to see Deadpool weren't necessarily comic book readers. It was you know non comic readers. Yeah, the normies.
1: The normies make up uh, a lot of the, the the those billions of dollars aren't from comic book fans. They're, right, they're from the normies.
2: Right, so you're when you're targeting an audience, it's not necessarily our group. You don't have to worry about people, the normies. No, I know, and, and oversaturation. So I mean, that's that's a positive aspect of it. You know,
1: I just feel like they're gonna burn them out before that sequel even comes out. Like by the no. time it comes out, we're already gonna be like. Ah,
0: I think right. it was already kind of burnt out before the movie came out. Really? The movie was... Box office would d- beg to differ, man. Breath of fresh air. Well, for comic readers,
1: probably a little burnt out there. Well, I'm talking in general. Like, I, I feel like we-, we are we are reaching peak critical Deadpool mess.
2: We're headed for a meltdown.
0: <laughs> We're getting there. It's getting it's
1: close.
2: Getting, you know what? When Wolverine comes back. For realsies.
0: Like, uh, actual Wolverine, not... Old is that happening
2: Logan. uh tentatively
0: legacy right
2: yeah uh, I, i we can't get into that whole conversation
1: we're gonna have to at some point yeah, yeah.
2: but it doesn't have to be tonight
1: okay Are you, you're not looking forward to this then
2: i i would like for and this is gonna sound like blasphemous i'd like for marvel to pull a dc and just do a hard reset like, enough of this partial... They'll
0: never do that. They've I know they won't. they yeah. so many times. Never I know they won't. But DC... They had Secret Wars,
1: and that was, like, the closest you were going to get. Yeah.
2: yeah, and that wasn't even very close. If you look at a, what a full relaunch looks like over at DC... And I, I... I love Marvel, and I always will, but DC is crushing it right now, and their books are actually still good. It's not like when the new 52 hit, and well, it was like, oh, this is not Don't worry. is
1: going to flush all that down the toilet very shortly, so... yeah. Can we talk about that? I have things to say about that. Okay, Drew. DC Go head honcho, a.k.a. fan fiction writer Jeff Johns, wants to uh, cross over Superman in, in Watchmen because uh, because money. <laughs> P- people like Watchmen. I-, I can write better than Alan Moore. He insulted me because I played with his Green Lantern toys, and now I must show him what I can do because I'm Jeff Johns. Thanks, Jeff. Can't we just leave things alone? Friggin' Watchmen, for God's sake. We have to bring this into the DC universe? Sure. Sure. And you're just the crack writer to do it, too. I'm sure you'll do it with all the subtlety of a sledgehammer. I can't wait. And by I can't wait, I mean I will not be touching it with a ten-foot pole.
0: Yet you're talking about it constantly.
1: I like Watchmen. Kind of a lot. Because it's kind of an important book. And it's kind of a big deal. Because it's basically, dare I say, flawless? in what it does in the way it dissects an entire medium especially up to that point in the 80s and then everyone misinterpreted it and it was so popular that now we have
0: to milk it to death to me the only flaw in Watchmen is the Black Sail story it works though it kills the momentum of the story like
2: see I don't I don't I don't necessarily feel that way like I feel like uh, about
0: Black Sail or what
2: yeah about Black Sail Uh
1: Tales of the Black Raider. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, um I like it. It's it it it, it's it, not, it it tells a metaphorical story on top of the story you're reading, which comments on the story you're reading.
0: It's it's not that I don't like it. I do. Layers, I just think Carl. that layers when every point they inject it is when the story is really starting to pick up momentum and it just kills the momentum. Once again, well, you're it's, wrong. It's, but it's, it's a okay. minor. You, can, you have an nitpick. opinion. It's okay.
2: Everyone's entitled to their opinion.
1: Even when they're wrong.
2: You guys are the worst. We <laughs> are.
1: We really are. Actually, no. Jeff Johns is the worst. We just have to deal with it.
0: I'll allow it. It's so weird. I go from one show where I had you as my co-host dealing as it, which was like trying to lasso a hurricane. Right. <laughs> now I got Drew as my co-host. And I'm just like mainlining Prozac just to have somewhat positive outlook after I'm done with the show.
2: I smiled a lot. At least there was that, you know. <laughs> I smile too
1: as I tear down you, the world, yeah. brick
2: by brick. All right, yeah.
0: So no, yeah, they, I don't. We don't they, need they, that. We don't
1: th- need the Superman,
0: Doctor Man. There's,
1: it's, yeah. there's no.
0: No, I agree it's with ridiculous. you. That it's not. It's not necessary. Um, I think you're a little harsh on Jeff Johns. I'm sorry, his- oh, I brought it up. I don't never, know. never read his Green Lantern run, which was epic. Um, Jessica has the. I'm I'm reading Batman and Flash, and right now is where the storyline is the button. The button, not for nothing. No, other than the button, that is the only thing about Watchmen that has shown up in that story, and it's pretty good so far. Ties into what Flashpoint, which ties into New Fifty Two. Yeah, they're kind not winning me over. <laughs> well, as soon as I <laughs> said DC, I wasn't winning you over, right? So. Hey. Okay, so Try last. Harder. That's all I can say. They're trying harder and they're currently their books are better in Marvel's. But we can't have that. Can't have a good thing for too long. Quick!
2: <laughs> hit the button. This so, is why we can't have nice things.
0: The last docket of news today. A uh, new trailer dropped today. Oh. This kind of goes back to the um Deadpool oh. X Gene. Oh. Yeah, I know oh.
3: you know. Oh. Yeah.
0: The trailer for Fox's new show, not X Men, not like Generation X or anything that would, any title that would make sense. It's called The Gifted. Yeah. It's a. And the X Men are in it. Show kind. kind, There are. uh, Polaris is in it. Yeah. And Blink is in it. I heard there's like ties to the Hellfire Club and the Brotherhood in it as well. There's like they talk about the X-Men and the Brotherhood in the trailer. So it's in the established cinematic universe. See, you know of what happened? X-Men. Legion hit and now they're like, we need another Legion. Okay, but, quick. No, cuz the, they were both kind of in development at the same time. Oh, okay. Well, um I just I watched the trailer and I'm not it doesn't look horrible, but at the same time like y- this is kind of a real missed opportunity here. Go on. How so? It, like, they're kind of dipping their... They're not jumping in the pool. They're just kind of, like, sitting on the side of the pool with their feet in the water. That's how they hook the normies. All right. Did you watch trailer, Verge?
2: Yeah, I watched the trailer. What did you think of it? They, I mean, they mentioned the X-Men and all that fun stuff. Uh, it's fine. I I don't... I feel like I've been ruined by the first season of Daredevil for pretty much everything TV related. <laughs> I know the
1: feeling very much, very much.
2: Yeah. I um it's tough cuz I'm not a Agents of Shield watcher either. I for some reason superhero superpower gifted related shows uh on network television don't appeal to me as much anymore as they once did. I mean, I don't even watch Arrow cuz that's just Arrow. It's still good. I like Flash. Flash is good. I enjoy Flash very much.
0: Supergirl's awesome.
2: I, I still haven't watched Supergirl. I
0: i don't watch television.
2: Subtly, I'm like <laughs> Drew, and I don't like anything that DC puts
1: on a screen. <laughs>
2: like, I... <laughs> uh, no, I... Um, you get, they,
1: you, gotta, you looks, gotta build that cachet, and they haven't done that.
2: Right. I... I don't know. It looks fine, it's it's fine it's fine it's very fine um brian singer is doing
1: it he's involved
0: yeah
2: i'm not terribly invested in it i just can't i for some reason uh, I, I just didn't feel any sort of like oh man yeah. i gotta get in on this
0: they didn't give anything for like if you're a big fan of the movies and if they're trying to hook you they didn't give you anything in that trailer that would be like, hey, I saw that in the movies. It's going to be in the show. That's going to get me in. They didn't like really do that. They name dropped the X-Men, the Brotherhood, and that was it. So, I don't know. We'll I see. don't
1: need it. But uh, the thing is, though, they can't just drop these TV shows without Marvel's say-so. Because uh, there's some... I don't know how the deal works, but, it, but just because Fox has the movie rights to X-Men doesn't give them carte blanche to do television shows yeah. as well. So they have to get Marvel signing off on these TV shows. So I wonder if Marvel's playing a little quid pro quo. Like I think okay, Marvel probably will let you do the TV shows, but you got to give us this back. Yeah, so that's it's what either- I've been hoping
2: for since the Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, the last one.
1: We're all hoping. <sighs> yeah, we're all hoping. Although it doesn't sound
0: oh, wow. I still have flashback. <laughs> that's a, that's like oh. considering
1: what James so Gunn bad. recently said. I don't think it's worked out that way. He wanted to
0: use... So, do you want a little slight? Go ahead. So, for The movie's been out for... uh, seen Virgin was actually at the same showing we were at. Oh, where were you?
2: Uh...
0: 14? You were, like, right in front of us, probably.
2: Probably, yeah. I saw a couple of peeps I knew there. All
0: right. Yeah. Anyway. So, she had the same audio problems we did. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was very, very upset. I was getting a little mad. Uh, So, yeah, he said, uh, instead of ego being the main villain he wanted to use Annihilus but Annihilus oh, that's is part of the Fantastic, up Four. Fantastic Four so the fact that he couldn't make that happen tells me that Fox
0: isn't going to let go so easily kind of glad it worked out the way it did though worked out fine but you know Kurt Russell hey. the more we get of him quite possibly
2: the most interesting villain in a Marvel film since Loki
0: mm, don't discount Zemo Zemo
1: had real motivation, which I appreciate. Yeah. He uh, he, he was a little too... Everything kind of lined up a little too perfectly for him, but I yeah. like that he had motivation, and he I'm executed not saying a plan. He, I'm not
0: saying Zemo's better. Right. I'm just saying he's... As far as interest goes, he's he's up there with Ego and, and Loki.
2: Yeah, I just wasn't... I don't My Age of Ultron experience...
0: No, Zemo was Civil War. Civil,
2: right, Civil War. Uh, Civil War was amazing but again i feel like he was overshadowed by the entirety of that movie well Uh, but i mean as he should be he was sort of doing this underground uh you know i'm doing all of this on the sly so these two won't see it coming yeah
1: yeah and you you had your story with tony and and steve and bucky right and spider-man
2: right and it's a i mean for all intents and purposes it's a team-up movie then paul
1: rudd showed up yeah
2: Paul oh, Paul Rudd. So I don't know happen. who who in this world can't like Paul Rudd. He's a likable dude. He's a likable dude.
0: So yeah, that's happening. I think that's summer show, so I'm um,
1: fine, whatever. Yeah.
0: If I could go back in time.
1: I would go back in time to right after X two came out and I would hit Brian Singer with a truck. Yeah, I'd allow it.
0: That would have saved us from Superman Returns, so yeah, I wouldn't allow that too. Yeah, and, and
1: it might, it might allow some fresh perspective on the X Men hmm. in yeah. in a cinematic way. Yeah, remember, remember X Men before the movies came remember out. X-Men? Remember X Men. Remember X Men. And Man, it was like you know this big. There, there was there was space and there was like you know, variety and and colorful costumes and and stuff and now it's all kind of like no it it's 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 no costumes
0: and 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 we don't go to space to be fair sir graham morrison didn't do costumes either he did the black leather thing uh yes but yeah see see he goes off in this huge tangent. You mentioned Grant Morrison did the same thing. they piggybacked yes, on the but. movies,
1: but everyone had a unique take on the black leather thing, yeah. and it was a—they weren't jumpsuits. It was a little more interesting than jumpsuits.
0: See See, Grant Morrison, he's going to be- turn. They into also told, he also real told quickly. a much
1: better story than anything Grant, Brian uh, uh, Singer's ever done. And embraced the Shi'ar. And embraced all the nutty X-Men stuff that I'm I like. I'm not liked. saying they
0: did. I'm just saying, be careful what glass house you're throwing a stone at there, sir.
1: I am a rock, sir. <laughs> Wyatt, I am a no. That's right. You cannot. I, I, I will not stand for this. There is no <laughs> arguing with me. You know this.
0: All right. So that's news of the week. Pretty much done. Uh. Yes. Yeah. I can't think of anything else. No. Oh, uh uh Superman's
1: mom uh uh in the movies. I can't think of anything else. She she she, she said that Justice League isn't as good as the Avengers. Oh, duh. Martha They really got their they really got their uh their cast on board, don't they?
2: Here's uh, here's my thing about DC. Everybody okay. just everyone just wants out. It's we, just like,
0: Here's, we we've done many news stories about DC film so franchise ridiculous. we just always called the dumpster fire.
2: Right, that's true. But I got to I got to say this one thing and it's one of those things that I've observed over a very extended period of time. Even if DC made the best superhero film of all time, the amount Which, of negative press that comes out of those productions and the reviews and everything else, no matter what you make in the future, everyone's going to go into that theater going. Uh, Well, let's see how this one goes. You know, like, everyone has that lowered expectation of DC. Uh, And I'm not defending Justice League. Don't worry. Put it this way. I could care
1: less at this point. It's, it's, I, if I may. Go ahead. You know what else had that problem? Star Wars. Okay. Do they have that problem now? No. No. All it takes is one movie with a pulse... That's really well received, and, and not suddenly, der- suddenly, people go, "Oh, yay, I like Superman again. He's cool and he's you know, or whatever, however they do it, but you know, but if you keep cranking out this, yeah, we're in prequel territory here, and I got I, I, we, we've got sand, and it I'm, gets everywhere, and I got Hayden <laughs> Christensen and,
0: and, and, and <laughs> who and I've said before I'll say it again, is a good actor? wasn't his fault? It Was George? It was George? Could, could have fooled me, but in any case, yeah, definitely George. But
1: yeah. so, yeah, it, 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 all it's going to take is like seriously, something has to land
0: here. Yeah, I'm hopeful and for and then faithfully restored. I'm hopeful for Wonder Woman because they're because they're using color for some of it. I'm not. <laughs> I
1: said, I know there's a very all the stuff on uh, Themyscira, Themyscira? Oh, where the mascara. The mascara.
0: Colorful color is? Then she goes to London. Oh, we're in Greyland. But to be fair, it's it's London. During World War One, this right, is it not going to be fair enough. It's not the land of Oz, there, sir. No, no, it is not.
2: As as I am the person that I am, I would be so super psyched about a Wonder Woman movie. I mean, on a on another level. But after seeing the films that I have from DC, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just I can't even hold out hope. Like I went into Suicide Squad with like a sliver left and came out of that thing with a big old hole where that sliver was. (laughs) Like, it was not good. I walked out and I just went... It wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen.
1: No. That's a thing. That's that's some tepid praise.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's rough. It's really rough. DC just keeps... You know, and they're trying to... To, to copy the the Marvel, like, let's use this licensed music in this because the Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. did.
1: We've talked, Yeah, Carl and I have talked and about it. And holy
2: this. catfish, did they do it wrong?
1: Yep. Super, super wrong. I think Guardians is the only, only one that does it right. Like, because they incorporate it into the characters and into their stories and right. everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not for nothing, if I can throw a, a... Maybe a little early warning flag. Are we a little worried about... I, it looks fun as hell. Don't get me wrong. But Thor is doing that now too with the oh with- so now you're worried about thor no no, no 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 i'm not worried about thor i mean the musical aspect
0: of it uh-huh just pastiching yeah. pop songs onto it
2: i hope that it's just trailer
0: yeah i, really I think it's. Do. i, I think for a thor's because i mean immigrant songs works sure so tell me but yeah no i know I, I, I think it's just for trailer i don't think it'll
2: i think after thor 2 uh you could probably just kind of remake Thor one, and I'd be okay with it. I mean, like I don't. I came no out of Thor 2. Thor two.
1: I like. Thor 2. I don't. I don't hate Thor weak, two. But it wasn't. I just. You know, it, wasn't yeah, it, that was, bad. it
2: was super weak sauce. But then you look at the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and you go. Oh, being weak sauce is just not good in this, in this yeah, part but of the neighborhood. When you're,
0: okay, that, and that's a fair statement. And we've said before on the show that in the scale of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Iron Man 3, Thor 1, and 2 fall on the weaker end of the spectrum. But when you take those three movies and compare them to like 95% of the comic book films out there, they're still better than it's those Still very
1: films. good. Yeah. Right. So like Thor 2 or Nick Cage Ghost Rider.
2: Thor, Thor 2. Okay. Yeah.
1: I, 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 yeah. yeah. So, you know.
2: No, no, no. It's, Thor- not a, it's not an awful movie. It's not a bad movie. Yeah. It's, it's a good movie. It's just, it's a good movie in a, a universe where...
1: There's great
2: movies. There's great movies. Yeah. That's fair.
0: And, and to be fair to the DC films, the DC films are like Guardians 2 and Winter Soldier compared to uh, the most recent Fantastic Four film. Which just sucked my very will to live. All
1: right, which which is not what you want from a Fantastic Four no. movie. <laughs> nope.
0: Have you have you, you watched that? Oh, you? No. Yeah. oh no!
2: Oh no! I watch a YouTube channel that goes through and. Um, I,
0: st- I still go to therapy for that one.
1: I it's I.
0: I'm not even on a show that I reviewed it for
1: either. Has anyone found is does Josh Trank resurfaced yet? Is ir-
0: Still waiting for that part four of that Kevin Smith interview, huh? <laughs> I'm just curious as to, you know... I don't know. Is he, you know... God, can you imagine if he was allowed to... Just dropped off. Can you imagine if he was allowed to direct Rogue One? He was the original director. He, was the, he original was the original director, director. Ooh, and they yeah. booted him off it. Yeah, good, good job. Good call. Good call. <laughs> good call. Good call. All right. So that, that wraps up the case files. We have a guest in the house, if you've all heard. So let's let's talk to our guest let's get to know our guest see what she has to say about stuff and such
2: hi i'm verge she's been doing (laughs) (laughs) hi verge i have to interject every so often you do i care a lot about the things that we're talking about
0: you do the the phrase verge hold your tongue has never ever been uttered by anyone still with a pulse
2: right death be to all <laughs> no, uh, I, um, you know, we, we were talking about everybody has an opinion. Of course, uh, being involved in in comics as long as I have now, uh, I have very strong opinions about a lot of it from yes. the ground up. Yes. So it's uh, it's nice to do the podcast. I enjoy this. This is very much fun and for me.
0: It's it's been far too long since we started that we haven't had you on. I apologize for that.
2: No, it's fine. I'm a bad friend anyway, and I haven't been listening, so it's okay. <laughs> I, I'll I'll get over it.
0: So you have a a rich history with comics, but let's start in the present. Where Where are you currently at now?
2: I'm at Dave and Adams on uh, on Sheridan near the Eastern Hills
0: Mall. Okay, and uh, that that is my shop that I go to for my books.
2: It is. I pull your comic books every week.
0: Well, not
2: (laughs) the last two weeks have been a little rough, okay? I'm just just joking. It's all right. It's been a whole thing. I'm
0: understanding.
2: Yes. I appreciate that. All of my customers are. You guys, I don't think you understand how much you're the greatest, all of you. Just so understanding. And you just, you look at me in the face and you're like, I get it. It's fine. It's okay. We can manage (laughs) these two weeks. It's Okay.
0: So what um how long have you been Dave and Adams? What do you what are you up to there?
2: So I've been at Dave and Adams now for a year and a half. Um I run their their comic book department in the the retail store.
3: Okay.
2: Um so I basically run a, a comic book shop inside of a forty thousand square foot mega store. Yeah. Of, full of collectibles and memorabilia and sports apparel and so many non-nerdy things and then you get to that one corner of the store and it's all nerdy things and it's nice
0: to be fair the whole back half of the store is really the nerd yeah to to be fair like you and i used to work at a shop together you you got me a job at a comic shop um you and i worked at a shop for a while and we had all always heard stories about david adams right and I always thought in the back of my head that they just had like this little corner of their big sports card memorabilia shop that was like comics. I figured just like, you know, maybe a new release table, some comics and long boxes. When you started there and I went there that first week to, to get my, start getting my comics there, I was blown away. It's, it's, easily, it's easily physically the biggest comic shop in the area.
2: Yeah, I'm really lucky to have so much space and not just space, but enough product to fill all that space. I mean, that is a lot of paper in in one place. <laughs> when I first started there, it was when I the first time I ever walked in there was 2 days before my first day. And I walked in thinking, "All right, there's going to be like you said just, you know, this yeah. little area where the the comics are." And you walk in, and there's, what, a 10-foot Batman statue in there where he's on the clock tower. There's he looks a sad. A tent. He does look sad. <laughs>
0: he's like oh, he's an orphan. I'm not going to cry. But, he's like, dude, constantly if you, brooding. if you look at the statue, <laughs> he looks like he's about to burst into tears.
2: Yeah, it's kind of hysterical. He looks like a sad clown a little bit.
0: <laughs> he does. And he's doing the whole thing with the arm with the cape over the, the cowl, face. So he's yeah. like, I'm not crying.
2: I'm not crying. <laughs> Don't look at me. Stop judging me we got a, what, 10-foot Wolverine hanging from the ceiling, too? Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, so I was able to start off with one hell of a an inventory, like just a beautiful space and, and more inventory than I could ever want or need. Um, and I took over, you know, ordering new comics. I basically do everything that you would in a comic book shop just in a much larger setting.
0: Yeah, and I, I noticed um, when I started going there regularly, significant changes in the layout of the store from week to week. And you and I would talk, and you know, I could see the changes you were making and how like you were doing things that, that made a lot of sense. And just it kept getting better and better every week.
2: Adam constantly says that he wants the store to look different every time someone walks in. So even you know, it, it doesn't have to be week to week, but he he likes to have things rearranged now yeah. with that much product. Uh, and
0: it's tough to like, find a space I, for some stuff.
2: If I could put it in perspective, we have approximately like seventy-five short boxes. That's just vintage books. Uh, like good selection, uh, and and that's that's a lot. And then we have uh, oh jeez. It's probably another 75 long boxes of 50-cent books. I mean, and I have to, they're... And
1: that's just the 90s.
2: Yeah, that's just the 90s. (laughs) Oh, my
0: God, the ultraverse. Just
2: the 90s. I found a a couple of Rob Liefeld drawn Captain America covers. Oh. Oh, My goodness gracious. It belongs
0: in a museum.
2: (laughs) Or in a dumpster, whichever. So oh,
0: I have to ask did did you find any Dark Claw in there, Verge? Let me tell you about Dark Claw. No,
2: please the, don't the tell me about Dark Claw.
0: That was the Amalgam Universe. Was that Jeff Johnson's idea? No, no, this is something that I used to tease Verge about when we worked together. Oh, it's so Remember bad. Remember Amalgam? Oh. Yeah, I do. You see, they took Batman and Wolverine and put them together. And they made Dark Claw. And in a stroke of genius to to give him a nemesis, they took Sabretooth and the Joker.
1: Smush those two together. Because they work. And then we took Watchmen, and then we took Superman and we put it
2: together. Yeah, here we go.
0: Cyclical. It's all cyclical. (laughs) (laughs) You know when you think about it though.
2: Yeah. Don't think about it too hard. It'll just
0: Wouldn't it have made sense to combine Batman and Daredevil? Wouldn't that have made sense? Because all their other combinations kind of made sense.
2: Right. Sure. It's the brooding. It's the brooding that binds the dark. Daredevil
0: broods. Oh, he broods.
1: All right. And, and feels so much guilt.
2: All the, the guilt. All the crushed, crushed by guilt. guilt. Hailing all the Marys you oh, could possibly yes, imagine. that's
1: right.
0: <laughs> so um, another thing that's really impressive about the shop That's pertinent to our show because every week, most mostly every week, we get together on Friday night for a game night. You guys have a really great board game selection.
2: Thanks. Uh, They work really hard. Like our gaming department works really hard to um, not just have like the most popular stuff, but stuff that people want to play or would want to play or would just want to try a new game. We have a ton of stuff that a lot of people have probably never heard of but they pick it up and they you know board games are they're the new thing man remember board games? Oh
1: we remember we're, we're living in a board game uh, golden age right now yeah. yeah it's
2: pretty amazing we have uh, board gamers that come in every Saturday and they just sit in the back and play Um, and then the first and then
1: Saturday night someone has to go back there and like all the whole place down
2: no that's Friday night for Friday Night Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh yep
3: that
2: Yeah.
1: about right yeah. mm-hmm Mm. Love y'all board gamers. We love board games. Yep. Same thing with video games. Love video games. Some of y'all gotta take showers.
0: Just a pro you tip.
2: Know, just the, a quick wash,
0: one, one a day, and some clean clothes. Yeah. And here's another pro tip: when you put a t-shirt on, yeah. raise your arms above your head.
2: Yeah. If do that, do please. If you do that
0: and your stomach is showing, do not wear that t-shirt. Yeah.
2: Or if your arms are down and it still doesn't cover your stomach, please change that shirt too.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We're trying to help. We love you. We just lost half our
2: subscribers. (laughs) (laughs) We killed this show.
0: I'm not trying to sound elitist. I'm just, I'm trying to help. Trying to help.
2: I don't think showering twice a week is elitist. Here's the thing.
1: Our geeky hobbies, we love them. We're passionate about them. We want them to come across well so that more people can enjoy them.
0: Yep.
2: Stop making stereotypes.
0: When you're living in the stereotype, and you're okay with that. Mm,
2: I mean, we're currently dwelling in a basement, but it's your <laughs> basement. It's not your mom's. This is
0: true. Technically, right. if you want to get like real technical about it, it's my wife's basement. More to the
2: that. Ma- that's even less stereotypical. <laughs> right, right. You have a wife and, and a, a baby. And a baby.
0: I do. I got a really cute kid. Right. See? So... Now we're done crapping on our audience. <laughs> we love you guys. We really do. We just want. We just want to help. Um, you guys got a little little event coming up this weekend. <laughs> why, don't, why don't you tell us about that?
2: You know, it's funny you brought it up, and I suddenly felt sick to my stomach because I'm so nervous and excited all all at once, and it's making me feel
1: awkward. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so scared.
2: Yeah, <laughs> all of the above. I will. Well, that's. That's how you feel. Well, we just had free comic book day, which is why I took this past weekend which off.
0: Which was awesome. Yeah. I we, showed up. We had, like... Bought a lot of X-Wing stuff.
2: We had, like, uh, almost 700 people show up, from from what I understand. We had no comic books left at the end of the day. That's great. Yeah.
0: I, people like free stuff.
2: Right. People love free stuff. Like, free sketches from local Buffalo artists. Who,
0: we had Under the Hood on last week.
2: Did you really? Yeah. eat Those guys at the best? <laughs> I love them. Um... So yeah, uh, any we got a we got a big nickel city con coming up. Um, so it's, you know, another one of those pop culture conventions. Except this is this is sort of uh, on like a Wizard World level. Okay. Uh, so it's a pretty big show. Celebrity guests and like a whole there's I think total there's sixty artists total at the show between you know local guys. Uh, people from around the country that have heard about it and wanted to set up at the show and then um, let's see uh, we've got a bunch of let's see i'm looking at the nickelcitycon.com right now see that's a plug see it's a plug i'm good at this
0: slid it right in
2: um so bob layton's gonna be there okay and he's very very much for the very famous for the iron man i have some roadie questions for him (laughs) (laughs) Um, Graham Nolan, co-creator of Bane He's going to be there Uh, He just had a book come out, Bane Conquest Yes Uh, He will hopefully have copies at the show available for autographings Cool So I'm excited I've known Graham for a very long time Graham's a good guy uh, He's a very decent fellow And he's going to be there
0: Local boy done good
2: Yeah Uh, Michael Golden, Ken Lashley. Michael
0: Golden, dude.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I have many a G.I. Joe issue. I'd love to get signed if I could be at this friggin' show, but I can't be. Sorry, it's the busiest week ever for you. I know. Um,
2: Ken Lashley, Bob McLeod, Tom Cook, Mike Toth, Phil Ortiz. I mean, just, it's a a lot of people. You know, Steve Geiger was there last year. He's going to be there this year. Um, I'm really proud of the amount of artists That there are... I mean, this is a big pop culture show, but I think it was really important to retain as much of the comic book culture in the show as possible. And I think having such a ginormous artist alley is really going to help that.
1: As a comic fan, I really appreciate getting name comic book people in this show.
2: Yes. Me too. I like it very much. Yeah. Um, You know, we have a show that's not like any of the other shows... In the area, and and that's you know part of it is we feel like Buffalo deserves to have a big show. I mean, we're we're a good city. We're a great city. We're, we can do things. We're we smart. can do stuff. We have a waterfront. Okay, so uh, kind kind
0: kind of. It's getting
2: it's there. Getting there. Physically, yeah. we do. Yeah. Um, of course, William Shatner is going to be there. Sam Jones.
1: Sam Jones. Yeah. Flash I know. Gordon. Billy D.
2: Billy D. Williams is going to be there. Um, Nichelle Nichols is going to be there. So two two I, Star Treks for the are price. they are
1: they getting together at all with Shatner and Nichelle for a panel or something? That uh, would be super cool. I believe there's there, I haven't looked at the schedule
2: recently. There's panels all weekend long. That's awesome. I mean, everybody's doing panels. Um, so yeah, we have a pretty like we have DDPs coming.
1: Dude, I am so mad that I'm going to miss DDP because I do DDP yoga. At least I did. I don't now, but I still know it. That's well, because you got the guym going on. I got the guym going on, so it's different. I've changed my routine, but I'm a DDP yoga uh, uh, preacher. I'll tell you straight up, that stuff is great. It does it? It works.
2: He's doing a three-hour DDP. Yoga I wanted workshop.
1: to go. I, dude, if I was not going to see Metallica on Friday, I would be at that workshop and yeah. I would be doing doing very well at it. He is a super nice guy by all accounts. People, that dude has saved lives. So I, yeah. I wish I could be there to see DDP.
0: And you guys just added uh, Jake Snake Roberts yeah, too, Jake didn't the Snake you? Is He's one be of there. the lives that was saved.
2: Yeah, I love Jake the Snake. By the way, I don't know. So when I was a kid, I was big in a WWF. I mean, big. Yeah. Like, I was a little Hulkamaniac, and I loved <laughs> the Ultimate Warrior. I'm sorry. I know. But, man, that guy was so hyped out of his mind. I could, you could—it was so bright and colorful, and that hair it was what? so crazy. He
0: was the living embodiment of the word hype. Yeah. Never would have guessed he died a heart failure young.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, but Jake the Snake's going to be there. Um, just so many celebrities we got board game stuff going on, we got a cosplay competition going on.
1: You got the Angry Video Game Nerd coming in. We
2: have the Angry Video I'm Game. I'm gonna nerd miss coming this
1: in. and I'm mad because I love the Angry Video Game Nerd and I have for since it's basically since he started. And he he's he's cool.
2: Uh Kevin is gonna be there. Did, he wrote Underworld, right? The first Underworld well he he was he, he played uh he's he does a ton of voiceover work. Um i can't wait to meet him it's going to be awesome i can't wait to go to the panels so another shameless plug if you want a uh a full schedule for what's going on on the weekend uh check the website that's going to be your best bet all
0: right that's nickelcitycon.com.com yeah yeah yeah, and ticket prices
2: uh so it's if you're buying them in the store uh, it's $12 a day or $30 for three days. Okay. If you're buying them at the door, it's $15 a day. And I believe it's still $30 for three days
0: for folks, for what you are getting in this show. That is an incredible price. Yeah. That is for, for the quality of show you're getting. Cause like shows on that same level in other cities, for a single day ticket, you're paying between twenty five and forty dollars. Right, easy. Yeah. So that's that's a really dang good price for the show.
2: And like vendors coming out your wazoo too. Yeah, there's like sixty plus vendor tables at this point. It's oh. we're packing that thing full. We even we actually had to create spots over the last couple of weeks for nice. people because we were sold out of spots and we still had so many requests. For people who want to do the show, so that is a really good sign.
0: Hopefully some uh some vendors will have some X Wing ships for <laughs> <Snag those up. laughs> got, got a slight problem. That's okay. Got, he's got more than a slight problem at this point.
2: Yeah, I know. I've seen a little bit of it. Not yeah. very much.
0: She was there when I when I dropped the one fifteen, like had like was holding it like a pizza tray with stacks upon stacks uh-huh. and things. Uh huh. <laughs> Listen. I have a problem. It's there okay. Could, there could it's okay. be worse things. There are worse things to yeah. have a problem with. I'm not addicted to cocaine. Right. You're not addicted to cocaine. Right. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I, I've i got it under control. That's all right. All right. Good. It's great. The cocaine, not the X-Wing. No. I. I <laughs> oh, we know. <laughs> oh, we know.
2: <laughs> We're trying to do uh, X-Wing... Uh, events at the store, too. We're going to be starting doing that kind of stuff. Cool. At the store as well, because we do Friday Night Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh! We have Pokemon on Saturday, which is, like, kind of a big deal. We get, like, yeah, kids, 50 people every week.
0: The kids love the Pokemon.
2: Yeah, my kids do, too. It's okay. It's how I bribe them to do things for me. Yeah. It's like, hey, if you're good this week, you can have two packs of Pokemon cards. And so they're good.
0: Is I got a question. Um... I don't know because your department is the comics out on how much like you keep track of like the game stuff. Is Star
2: Wars Destiny selling? Oh my God! Is Star Wars Destiny selling?
0: That's one thing I'm terrified. We
2: can't of. keep it in the store because a lot of it, like the booster packs, are like little mystery yeah. bags.
0: So it's like so. Drew's got a confused look on his face. It's a it's a card combat game. Okay. With Star Wars. Okay. And you get like dice in the package, but it's like it's kind of like magical. One night you buy packs and you hope to get something good. See, that's why I like X Wing because I know what cards come in each ship. Mm. I'm not chasing stuff. I didn't like Magic when it came out, and I still don't. So, but you got
1: respected. I don't have to do anything. (laughs) It's not my scene.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm the tornado getting lassoed. That's me. (laughs) I'm the tornado getting lassoed. Yes. Um, Um, But Destiny sells like crazy. When it first came out, we sold out in less than a week. Wow. And that's being a place that wasn't necessarily known for all of its gaming and stuff. But we were blowing through stuff like crazy. And then when the expansion just came out, again, we had guys coming in buying entire boxes of the booster packs. Whole boxes.
0: What do you... Because, I mean, you and I have had this discussion not only in your current position, but in previous positions, how do you view modern day cons? What do you feel they should offer to be successful? What do you think some of them are doing wrong? Cause you've got a lot of experience in this. I've always been interested in your opinion on this.
2: It's tough because you, you don't want to necessarily offend smaller conventions.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I think smaller conventions are an integral part to the larger conventions. Uh, still sort of a, an awareness thing. People, you know, looking for something to do, it's being promoted in the area and, and they go to that, you know, sometimes you'll have people go there just because it's inexpensive and it's a good time. Uh, and they get introduced to comics that way. They, or they want to go to, you know, see a local celebrity. Um, they are great for, for what they are, you know, um, I think that small shows, especially in this area, there are a lot of them, but a lot of them are also doing it for good causes, Um, and it also drives people to see local artists and writers, and it helps support the community as a whole. Um, These big monster shows like San Diego Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con, stuff like that, I think that they're, they're amazing. They're a whole echelon. They're not even at this point. I wouldn't call them comic cons necessarily. They're pop culture conventions, or um, you know, th- you have all types of celebrities. Whether it's TV, comic books, um, they have huge artists at these shows. I-, I think it's it's an entire experience in and of itself. I like more the the middle ground. Uh, I think I I think you can get too big for your britches where it becomes unenjoyable for people. Um, I know that there's a a few shows that I've heard of that they have this huge guest list, a huge number of celebrities, uh, you know, some writers, artists, stuff like that. But they're so overcrowded that it's not enjoyable uh i think that's a big problem is when you 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 get too big for your britches you know at san diego it's okay they can do that there because they have the space it it works they have different halls you know everything is is run like clockwork with those shows um i this is so it's not shameless but i i like the show that we're putting on where it's not this huge massive i mean we're we're going to be crowded it's going to be you know butt to butt in that place um but again a lot of that is the space that we're we're given you know we have a small convention center here in buffalo uh, by
0: by, other, by city standards. other city
2: standards we have a tiny tiny convention center so we're just going to fill it up with as much stuff as we can um and keep that that core comic book uh aspect to it where you've got all those artists and I think specifically for comic book collectors um, like us, that's really the highlight of these shows is, is the artists, the writers, the, the people creating the books that we love and we read every week. Um, I'd like to see shows focus on that more, I guess, um, but with the big giant ones, you're not going to... They, they are what they are, and they, you can't downgrade now. You got to keep making yeah. those things a spectacle. Um, but I like our show. I like what our show is. I like, I wish we did have a big, bigger convention center. That'd be nice. And we all know that Buffalo is notorious for not exactly, we're not exactly throwing our money out the window around here. You know, a lot of us work really hard for the money we make. We, we don't want to part with it very much because, you know, one hard winter and you got to replace your driveway. So (laughs)
0: You look like
1: you're no man. I'm good, <laughs> good. Um, Just wait when they build the new when when our, our when you know inevitably we have to open up our tax dollars to pay for a uh, football stadium. They'll probably attach a new convention center to it. So
2: I can only hope so. I yeah. have asked many people. You know, um, with doing shows for as long as I have now, and uh, being in this great city, of course you meet. Uh, a lot of people who work for the county or work for the state. And, and you know, one of the first things I always say is like, so, when are we getting that new convention center? Because that would really be nice right about now. <laughs> uh, you know, if we're going to keep growing and expanding, um, you know, one of the first things is going to be a larger convention center. I think that's going to have to happen. But, yeah. but yes, so to answer your question about shows and what I like to see and, and what places can do better i i like these medium shows where it's a beautiful mix of the pop culture aspect of things and then like your core group of comic book people
0: well i am definitely excited for the show i know drew would be excited for the show if he wasn't going to see metallica he's excited to go see metallica yes so i, I am know. very much so so i'm sure it's gonna be a success if i can just make a tiny request for next year maybe,
2: maybe if you ask me not to have sports people i'm going to punch you right in the nose
0: i know okay no. i was you know maybe you know maybe charlie cox maybe vincent D'Onofrio. Ah. and then you know if if you were going to have a panel with them i know two guys who are very qualified to host that panel
2: right i i understand that your suggestions have been noted.
0: He's pointing at us right now.
2: Yes, you—you yeah. you as the listeners cannot hear the pointing, but it's occurring. <laughs> um, I, your suggestion is noted, and I have a whole entire list that I put together for these shows every year in hopes that somehow we can snag people. I still want Kurt Russell and Bruce Campbell. That's oh. all I really care about in the whole wide world.
1: I, I, I would. That would be. That would be something.
2: I would cancel everything in my life to have Bruce Campbell come in.
0: Let me ask you a hypothetical. Go on. You've bought your Metallica tickets. I have. Tomorrow they announce Graham Morrison's going to be at the show.
1: I would have a moral quandary. (laughs) Is he there for all three days?
0: No. Saturday only.
1: I will make it back somehow Saturday to be there.
0: Move he was there Friday only?
2: That's a deal. I feel (laughs) like it's a deal breaker. we got a
0: real problem on our hands. Because you've seen Metallica before. I have. Numerous times. 14.
1: Uh, Yeah, that would be a real... Here's the thing. Can I... Am I just lining up and dumping him a bunch of money and then being shuffled along? Or do I get to have a
0: sit down? We'll say he's doing a panel, too. It's tricky it's tricky it's tricky <laughs> slippery slope,
1: slippery slopes here, <laughs> yeah, so. that's a tough one, man, I don't
0: know, okay,
1: awesome. I would be uh looking into completely changing my itinerary to be there, <laughs> <laughs> and then finding a way to be at that panel, meet the man, go straight to the airport, get on a flight to Boston take an uber directly <laughs> to the stadium and hopefully catch the show
0: because the openers are garbage and i can get there late that's so. dedication
2: <laughs> sir that
1: is dedication I and i will try to make
0: happen all so folks if you're in or around the area this weekend please come check out nickel city con it's going to be a blast you can uh verge is going to be running all around you'll yep. be able to meet her i'm gonna be like the flash um i will be there with wife and son uh devil's d will not be there in official capacity maybe next year maybe we thought about doing it this year but the metallica thing came up so we're like all right drew's gonna go to metallica hey i'm not saying bad thing. i'm just saying there's always next year there's always next year okay and there
2: will be a next year p.s uh confirmation news all the time with me i found out tuesday for sure sure uh next year is a go so.
0: Excellent. Same date range? Yep,
2: same same general uh, time frame. And, uh, end of May? Yeah, so cool. we're trying to keep it in the same time zone.
0: That's a good idea. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, so I'm already, it's like, as soon as you get done with one, that's when all the planning for the next well, one yeah. starts.
0: As, as it should be.
1: As it should be. Well, so long as Metallica doesn't announce another tour next year. <laughs> Uh, I I will be in attendance next year.
0: What if it was just another tour, not a new tour supporting a new album?
1: Uh, Doesn't matter. (laughs) You are dedicated. Metallica tour is a Metallica tour. You you go. That's what that's (laughs) what you do.
0: All right, folks. It's time to rustle the papers. We are going to discuss Daredevil season two episode seven 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 seven's lucky key seven lucky th- seven seven's key number seven chipmunks sitting on a branch uh. <laughs> this episode is entitled semper fidelis that's Fid- correct fidelis me am read well good good job Virge, did you have a chance to watch the episode? Yeah, look at that! See, True pre- professional, right she prepared. There. She did more prep work than we do. Yeah,
2: for the third time, I watched it.
0: <laughs> we we have been commenting um, th- since we started season two. We we launched the show with season one, then we did Luke Cage, and then we did a couple one off episodes, and then we started on season two. And we've been commenting throughout season two. We let we let the fans vote. What they want us to do next, either season two or Iron Fist, and season two won convincingly, and we've been we've been commenting throughout season two how fortunate we are because
2: you don't have to talk about Iron Fist.
0: Yeah, if I had to, if if we had to do a podcast on Iron Fist, I, sir. I think we'd be doing multiple episodes of Iron Fist per episode. Of we'd our have show. to, because yeah, I would not be happy.
2: Just do a full Rage episode, and it's just a conversation about DC and uh, Iron Fist, and just let Drew take the mic.
0: Ah, and you run. Really should listen to more of our episodes. Cause that's, <laughs> it happens more often <laughs> than not. Well, now I have to. <laughs> anyway, okay. So we open this episode with some diet. Diverse opinions on One Mr. Frank Castle Yeah and What's funny about that I, I th- This is the kind of stuff That you would Probably,
1: you know Given a, a character Like the Punisher This is the kind of stuff You'd probably hear In an actual trial for yeah. said person However, I, I'm only going to Throw a, a slight Flag at Marvel here um, The Punisher at this point Is still kind of a rookie He hasn't really been doing this a whole long time. Yeah, his body count's only 30. So, like, I feel like the public wouldn't have this awareness to have this well-formed opinion of him just yet. Maybe if he was active for years and he was kind of like this big mythic figure. I think it, just, it just it just felt like they were preying on the audience's knowledge of The Punisher more so than the in-continuity show's knowledge of The
0: Punisher. I think it's adorable how you think the public has to be informed to form an opinion. <laughs> just saying. People tend to tend to fire out their opinion without...
1: Oh, I know. Do you watch Fox education. News, sir? <laughs> have, you, have, have you gone to mom or dad's house and had that Fox News on and you want to... <laughs> shoot yourself in the face i've been there
0: yep so but yeah anyway um we got a lot of you know they're flipping back and forth one person says they love him next person says hey you okay sir i'm fine i'm fine all right yep uh one person self-shaving today so it's kind of reoccurring Alrighty. yeah you know if you had harry's dot (laughs) com Hey, they're not paying. No, <laughs> don't be
1: plugging anybody that's not giving us anything.
0: So. You know, maybe if we give them a little free plug. Maybe they might throw. No, some, they don't work. That advertising way. dollars our way.
1: No, they. They.
0: All right. So the uh, the the trial starts very dramatically, very Dick Wolf like. As, as they bring the Punisher yeah. in. You, the gung, can, the gung, you can gung. almost hear the gong-gong. The gong-gong. bong As Frank is brought into... I still say it's a gavel, but... It's not a gavel. Okay. Are you familiar with the... the gavel? Yeah. Would you say it's a gavel?
2: It's it's no, implied. it's not clicky enough. It's but not, it's, it's a, not a
0: verbatim gavel, right, but it's but implied. But it's an implied
2: gavel. Right. 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 Court is in session. Right. Click,
0: click. Law and order. Get it? Right. You never said implied gavel. You always just said gavel. I'm sorry if you don't understand subtext, sir. There was no subtext in what you were saying previously. I understood
2: she the subtext. She said it right away!
0: As <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause> I was <laughs> fond of saying on my old show, i one new co-host.
2: Yes. New co-hosts all around. New, new co-hosts for everybody. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> I'm oh, done here. Wait, you did get a new co host. <laughs> That's we're, the one. That's the new co host you got.
0: I, he want, no, I ch- want he chose points. <laughs> I want another new one. We're done here, daredevil Lee. You better hope your
1: little you better hope the boy grows up to be a better co host than me. Once <laughs> he's old enough to talk, it's like Drew, you're done. I'm sorry.
0: You're you're both fantastic co hosts. Love you both. Thanks. <laughs> so Karen um, is still, bless her heart, she's trying to help. Um, but bless she, her pee-picking little heart. She still doesn't quite understand how, like, you know, the law works. She also is not, is
1: not, like, she's not scared of Frank, and Matt clearly thinks like, you really should be. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, unhinged.
0: Yeah, I mean, you kind of see like a, between Karen Foggy and, and Matt, that kind of run the gambit of Foggy is terrified of Frank. Karen is is not scared of him, and Matt kind of falls in the middle.
1: Well, he knows what he knows. Yeah,
0: he knows what Frank is capable of. But they're trying. We see that here that Nelson and Murdoch is trying to build a case for Frank Castle, which understandably is not the easiest thing in the world to do. Because you know, there's no question whether or not he did what he did. They're no, just he's pled guilty. Yeah, they're just trying to. No, he pled not guilty. Yeah, in the last episode. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because now he thinks, from what Karen told him, in the last episode, he is kind of tipped to that the DA was kind of involved in what happened. Yes. We're starting to see the pieces fall in line more with that. I thought it was a real interesting scene of Karen and Frank in the holding cell. And her trying to sell him the PTSD.
2: So you have a little gripe with that. Go on. So my little gripe with that is, I understand Frank saying, don't call it PTSD because it's insulting to the men who have it. Yeah. But you've been through war. You saw your family murdered. And all of this was plotted against you. Everyone is against you. And you've gone through some really traumatic stuff. I'm pretty sure this has something to do with PTSD.
1: It's... I'm not so sure. As a Punisher fan, I... He's cognizant of what he's doing. There's no... He... This is what he does. This is what he wants to do.
2: Right. But generally speaking, as in the Daredevil's case, he doesn't run around murking people. That's, I guess that's the difference. It's like, where is the line drawn between, you know...
1: I'm not uh, saying he's mentally stable, but I wouldn't
0: say that it's PTSD. I think I think, I think it's, he's just... He's a lunatic. <laughs> I think if it is PTSD, it's PT like Virg was saying, it's PTSD caused by what happened to his family, not caused by war because right, we established we, like we know
2: that that frank doesn't mind war yeah he's okay we, with
0: it and we also established in that in episode three in that scene on the rooftop like he came home from war and yeah there was some recovery time from that but he eventually did recover so but i un- also understand where frank is coming from in the scene not wanting to uh, use it use it as, as a, a cover
2: as a cover as a defense i understand that part yeah i do yes
0: so, we also have a lecture coming calling. See, here's the interesting thing:
1: <laughs> if you hear most people's take on this season of Daredevil, and I just I'm finding this out later on. Yeah, yeah. Now that there's more Marvel shows, and like Luke Cage was kind of a show divided in half, more or less. Iron Fist, I don't know what Iron Fist is, but people. You know, Luke Cage was like half good, half eh, okay. There's
0: right. like two acts.
1: So now people have retro... Because there's a kink in the armor, people do what they do, and they retroactively start assigning... They retroactively find flaws in things they enjoyed previously, because that's what, that's what you do. Well, actually, things got bad at this point. <laughs> I, You know, that's what that's what they do. <laughs> the well-actually people. You know those you know, Right. You know yes, I do. Yeah. yeah, very well. See? So... A lot of people complain about Daredevil Season 2, where they basically say, like, I liked all the parts when the Punisher was on, but all the parts of the lecture were terrible in the hand. It was stupid. That's when that's when Marvel started going off the rails, actually. Okay. Well, <laughs> in this episode, you get both presented to you. Yeah. And I would tell Mr. Well, actually, that this season's narrative is all about... Remember who the char- core character is? It's not the Punisher. It's Matt. Daredevil. This episode is proof positive. Like, this season's about him. It's not about anything else. It's about him. And this episode brings his two worlds together in a very visceral way. And yeah. not just his two worlds with, like, fighting crime at night, lawyer by day, because that's clearly on display here. But also his narrative with Karen and now his past narrative with Electra. He is being torn in so many directions You have to show these things. So, you know, well, actually, it's good with the Punisher, but the Electra parts are weak. No, they're not. You're missing the point. No, they, no. So, this episode fully, in my opinion, demolishes the, well, the Punisher stuff was good, Electra stuff was bad narrative, because this gives you both, and it's pivotal to the character and to the whole season.
2: I I agree with that. I I agree that this, well, this episode in, in particular showcases both. In a very, very good way, where you can see that what he's doing, and now he's doing it with Electra, which is making it worse.
3: Yeah,
2: uh, He can't resist going out and doing what it is he does at night uh, to an extreme degree at this point, to the point where it's detrimental to his actual... You know, Matt Murdoch's existence to yeah. his he's family, trying to his make friends. both
0: aspects of his life work
2: right, and, and it's, it's clearly
1: not. not. To be fair, though, it's not necessarily like his. It's not his daredevil activities that are really screwing him up here. It's it's his his the heart wants what the heart wants, or at least the heart longs for what it had. It's Electra that is screwing him up, just because Especially he can't in say this no. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. He, She derails him so thoroughly.
2: She screws his court case into the ground.
1: Yep, and she yeah, and she lures him to places. And oh, surprise! We're fighting ninjas in about three seconds. So hurry up, ready? Like Matt, buddy, you're being played,
0: buddy. Yeah, I I wouldn't necessarily go as far as to say played. He's but he's he's definitely being used. He's being used. Sure. I think there's a difference between being played and being used. Again, she's exploiting his soft spot
1: for her to to a a very unhealthy degree. You know, he
2: shows up late to court one morning uh, and then resists the urge to go with her the next night, but shows up and because he didn't go with her, she has therefore decided to completely derail his court case.
1: Yeah, she visits yeah. the medical examiner who was known to be compromised, and they were going to expose him on the stand. No, no, Electra goes ahead and takes care of that in advance and gets him tossed
0: out of, <laughs> of the case entirely, Electra which and Karen, screws Matt's case. Electra and Karen have in common, they don't quite understand how law works. No. Right. So, yeah, and I think that's really... I like the court scene because it gives the show a chance to give foggy a moment in the spotlight again he does and you know as as many times the show reminds us that foggy is a good and capable lawyer i never get tired of seeing it because it's like they use it at just the right times just when you've almost forgotten and foggy's just anger and mad in that bathroom seems completely justified. justified yeah totally justified because matt's like You can, and it's such a great performance by Charlie Cox, like, how he's stumbling over his words. And you could see, like, he's physically and verbally trying to put everything back in the bag to make it all work. He's like... It's still good. It's still good. Yeah. He's like, but if, but if, but if. And Foggy's just done with it. He's not taking any more of it. And that's probably one of the best scenes of the episode is that scene in the bathroom. Definitely. And then, obviously, Karen overhears them blowing up at each other,
1: and she wants answers, too. But and does
2: not get them.
1: No, Matt has not chosen to uh, give her the scoop on the daredevil situation.
0: Yeah, and then there's that that scene in Matt's apartment where they're doing like case prep, and then they get into a philosophical discussion about over Thai food. Over Thai food. What what Frank does? That question about
1: that. Sure. Just now that I am, you know, going to the gym and whatnot, Matt's in really good shape. Yeah. I
0: wonder what he's eating. You know what? I think someone like Matt could probably eat anything they want to, considering how many calories they burn at night. But he's got some, some meat on him, so he's got to get his
1: protein in, and a lot of it. So Thai food, rice noodles, not necessarily protein-rich. I'm just curious. You know, yeah. I know these are continu- <laughs> these are things that I'm wondering now that I'm... That's what the shakes are for, man. I guess so, but I haven't seen Matt... Pounding P- shakes. I haven't seen him mixing up any shakes, but but we'll see. Maybe, maybe they'll yeah. get
0: there. But uh, the little
1: had, note I had. No, so no. That's no. All, you know, we got some shirtless time with Matt. He had some. He was looking pretty <laughs> ripped. I'm like, oh, what? What his diet plan looks like? <laughs> These are the things that interest me
0: now. He it's doesn't ridiculous. know what it looks like.
1: Oh. oh, yet for you know. And also, I, I have to say, he 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 he's really good at stitches for a blind guy.
0: Well, you know, the radar sense. Yeah, it's pretty good.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's mighty fine.
0: Um the the scene in the apartment where he and Karen are talking you could see this is season 2 and we're still getting a sense that Karen is figuring out who she is like this current life she's finding herself in and um just we haven't discussed anything of what happens to Karen in the comics right because we don't want to spoil it for people who might be watching the show but not reading the comics you the- know eventually they're going to get to it right um you could see a lot that Karen is still kind of discovering who she is in this new life she has found for herself ever since the beginning of season one. And the how she's kind of coming to grips with her own opinion in the discussion that she's having with Matt. Like, she's she almost has a temporary moment of being horrified at herself for agreeing with what Frank does. Yep. Yep. And I think, I mean, granted, she's doing a lot of self discovery. Matt maybe doth protest too much?
1: Uh, Well, he's hiding something, obviously, so he has to. He's, you know, he's got his own stance that he has to stick up for. But, uh, Karen, you killed a guy. Remember? (laughs) Britt killed a guy. (laughs) Remember, Wesley? She, She killed him with a trident. I remember. So you know, let's not pretend that she's. No,
2: she's. It makes, well, it
1: makes sense that she would be on sort of in the back of her mind on yeah. Frank's side.
2: You gotta kill a fool when you gotta kill a fool. That's what that's what goes through her head. It was those people defense. had to have it was, you know,
1: but you know, she's got she's she's done the thing that Matt has yeah. not done. She ended somebody, and it might not have even been the first time. Yeah,
2: yeah. Do you think that's the first time she's ever held a gun?
1: She said that, remember? No. Yeah,
2: remember? Maybe? Yeah. I remember. I've only watched Daredevil like 20 times.
0: So, what else happened in this episode that's cool? We got some cool fights. Lots of
1: cool fights. You know what these fights are? Better than anything in Iron Fist? Yep.
2: Yeah, that is a You shame. know a show
1: about a Kung Fu guy? This one's
0: better. I, I love... <laughs> I love how Frank... Gets the biggest laugh of the episode. Does he? After Foggy's opening statements, Foggy comes to sit down. And is like, that was a fairly thick slice, bullshit counselor. <laughs> yeah, family show, sir. Quoting, quoting, <laughs> <Quoting's laughs> quotes okay, are allowed. Quote okay, I'll allow it. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it wasn't that bad. No, Foggy. Foggy got a case to make. They Foggy made a capable opening comment he sure did in a moment where they, they again the show spotlights him frank just wasn't thrilled about it frank's not thrilled about that much really
2: and that's okay with me yeah nobody S- likes a happy punisher that means no, no that means no punisher no. comics
0: no i i have a confession to make go, uh, go on make it i'm dropping the current punisher okay comic.
1: I'm gonna keep going based on having to keep my collection going, which is a terrible reason to keep reading a book. But
2: I'll advise against doing that. It's a
1: it's a huge week for you me. You won't. This week. But
2: you'll, oh, no, I I mm.
1: advise against what collecting. <laughs> no no not collecting, collecting
2: for the sake of collecting. Oh, okay. I, I normally am the first
1: to say done.
2: It's okay. I have mine too, and it's spawn.
1: But but yeah, see,
2: I don't collect it anymore. I don't collect the ongoing series. I stopped at 205. Yeah. Well, you put Mel Bosia in a book, and I'm like, <laughs> I got to keep reading now, and then I get five issues in, and I go, nope, never mind. I lied. Yeah. I'm not going yeah, to keep doing this myself. Yeah,
1: the current Punisher book is it's boring. It's not good. It's I'm not sorry. good. And I want there to be a Punisher book, so it's like, well, I guess I should keep getting it, because then Marvel will keep publishing it, but I don't like it, so I'm sending them mixed messages. They're
2: going to reboot it anyway. Who cares?
1: True. True.
2: Every 18 issues, baby.
1: Marvel does love their number ones. Can we get Garth Ennis on the phone? I mean, No, see, he's actually, you know, a talented guy. And he said his piece on the character and walked away. Asking him to come back to relive Glory Days isn't really something I could see him doing. Then again, maybe he would. But he had his run and he walked away. And I respect, if he never came back, I'd totally respect it. Yeah, I would.
0: I. I, I, I yeah. It's just it's boring. It's, it started it's, it's off a, okay. Yeah, it started okay. off fine. Intrigued, yeah, but it's a Punisher book with essentially no action.
1: Yeah, and what's in the story
0: that is there kind of developed into like
1: a bunch of yeah, yeah. Jason Aaron still works there. Get him over there. Get
2: Jason Aaron's wonderful, and I like him very much. I think
1: he's the not for nothing for the for. This is going to well. Let me let me, hang on, let me do a quick inventory of Marvel writers right now. Yeah, I'm I'm confident in saying this. Jason Aaron is the last great writer Marvel still has working for them.
2: I'll allow it.
0: Second,
1: everyone motion else motion has is left. passed. Everyone else has left for creator owned yeah. pastures. Jason, which Jason Aaron does as well, but he's still doing Thor. He's still doing other Marvel books, mm-hmm. and and they're good. He still puts in the work over there. And, and that's great. Give him, the, give him the Punisher book. He did a Punisher Max one. It was great. It wasn't Ennis level, but it was different, but it was still great. Go, go get him over there.
2: <laughs> I mean, you played Jason Aaron and, and Olivier Copiel on a Thor book. Sold. And I'm, yeah. I'm done oh, sold. Give, yeah. You give me all of the things. I all love Olivier Copiel's Thor. I just always have. Always have. Even when uh, I was really introduced to it when... Um, it was just after Civil War and Thor started back up because Ragnarok had happened um, and all the all the gods were in human form yeah. after Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. And there's some post Civil War shenanigans that go on with yep. Iron Man. There's a, a, a Captain America ghost. Like It's all the heart-wrenching that Thor book. And yeah. that Olivier Copiel art really pushes it all the way through. Oh, it's so good.
0: It was a, it was a great run. But uh, back Back to... Sorry, sorry, sorry. To Matt Reel Land. it in. Back to Matt. The Land. three of us could talk comics for hours on it. Sure, end. kid. Right. Um, so yeah, we got some good fights in this episode. Uh, Lots the, fir- of them. the first one being when Matt and Elektra uh, find the big train of dirt. Yep. Big big train dirt. It's a trap.
1: Spoilers. It's a trap. They didn't it's expect there to be ninjas there guarding
0: could, it. Could you say it's a sand trap? It's a sand trap. That's right. Yeah, Golf farlands. I, I could be clever, too.
1: Good job. Mm. Um... I will say that for there's a lot of people carrying guns, and, and no and one knows no how one to use shooting. them very well. Would, would you say there were guns, guns, guns? <laughs> there, there were. But, like, don't wait for him to kick you. Just shoot him.
0: Yeah. Shoot him. <laughs> he's going to kick you. I told you, he kicked you. He <laughs> kicked shoot her. And he took your gun, shoot them both. and he's beating right. you with it. Now. Right, right, right. He's but, not even giving but, you the but decency but of being shot
1: by your own gun. He's beating you with it. We We must... Accept the show's reality as it is, and yep. they are that
0: good at being ninjas. Yeah, yeah. Guns have no effect on them. I mean, you kind of know foot soldiers when you see them, and and I yeah. think I think the show is smart about establishing like your base level yakuza slash hand foot soldiers, so that when they introduce the hand ninjas proper spoilers, you see, they it's easier to show them as a legitimate threat. Sure. So. You've got the fight at the train yard, and then you've got the fight at the the building yeah. where Matt's got to blow off some steam because he's pissed at Electra. Yeah, he punches that guy in the face a lot. I he's so, like
2: Jason walking through that, too. He's really like, is. you see there was nothing, shot, he's just walking. You're like, oh, somebody's going to get their butt kicked nothing right stealth
0: in. about that. He just walked right up to them and just, just beat. A lot of beats. Pummels. And, and then they found a really big hole. So the Yakuza are guarding a big hole. Which is a throwback to the first season of Daredevil and the meetings with Nobu and Fisk. With the blueprints. With the blueprints and the map and the the kanji on the map. And we didn't make anything of it then. But now it's paying off. Well, up. most people didn't. You and I were like, you think it's the hand? You think they're yeah, going to yeah, bring yeah, the yeah. hand Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be the hand. Well, especially when Nobu showed up in a red ninja outfit. We yeah. were like, oh, gee, I guess it's the hand. <laughs> the, uh, the the <laughs> collective, The collective collective minds were lost when that happened. Oh, it was, so was so great. It was so great! Weren't those like, innocent
1: times at that point? You know, we, like, we were hoping the Daredevil show would be good. We had no idea what to expect. We hoped that they would steer closer to the comics, but we didn't really know. Then the friggin' hand showed up. We
0: were just yeah. like, "What? What? This is the best thing ever!" It was. That's the moment where the the show really stepped up a couple notches because it was going really good up to like, "Wow, could this could this be like the best thing Marvel's ever done?" And then a hand just showed up. We're just like, "Yep, yep, yep. Here it is. It's well, a thing now."
2: You had your subtle reference to K'un Lun as well. Yeah, in the first yeah, season. True so that. it's.
0: I wish that would have paid off. Fortunately.
2: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> rough. But rough anyway, going. I
0: think I I have every confidence Marvel will recover Iron Fist. Let's hope so.
2: Well, you listen to the masses gripe and complain, and then you go, all right, so these are the things we fix, and then you yeah. actually fix them. Just I, take I the Reminder
0: Brubaker run and go. Yeah. Go. I, I don't think that Defenders is going to fix no. him, only because like Defenders was shot and completed before iron fist even came out it, so it, it,
1: but but maybe there's just enough course correction there to kind of get me back because i said in the trailer just seeing danny with luke yeah even though i don't like danny because of how he's portrayed just seeing them together was like oh sweet luke cage and iron fist despite the fact i don't like his stupid show but just, just the geek in me couldn't resist. Like It's,
2: it, it's, it's them it's together. Really, it's really going to help, though, having a, a strong, full cast. Yes. You've got four characters that you've got to play with.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, I think that's going to help a lot. You're not going to have to focus on I'm Danny Rand.
0: Yeah. And only eight episodes to do everything you need to do in, which hopefully will um, avoid some of the pacing issues that many of the Marvel Netflix shows have had. So do we have any theories on this hole? Because it goes forever. Yeah, it goes forever, and it's not... If I remember correctly, it's not really revisited in the season. So I would not be surprised if we see the hole again in Defenders.
1: I would would guess that it's going to be a pretty big, important thing in Defenders. It's a big baddie,
2: yeah. It's going to be a big baddie situation.
0: I'm thinking... Fing-Fang-Foom is going to come I was just going
2: to oh! say fing I love me some monsters. You have no idea.
0: Fing-Fang-Foom with pants. Yes, the purple pants with must pants. be on. Because that's... Cause because ancient dragons wear pants. They wear purple pants. Purple pants.
2: pants. You got to cover up your dragon business. That's
0: exactly. Yep. That's right. It's a family
1: show. Come you got to cover
0: up those dragon eggs.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> My God. Um... That's really it, man. Yeah, that's that's the episode. I, again, I stand by everything I said. This it, it, the show is called Daredevil. It, it's his life getting torn asunder. It's it's his past life meeting his current life, it meeting yeah. his nightlife, meeting it's, his daylight.
0: It's all colliding, very messy. Yes,
2: it's a big old train wreck, and I love watching it.
0: And not for nothing, but there's still great
1: episodes to come.
2: Right? Yes, there really is. And I can't tell you how much I look forward to the Punisher.
1: Wait till we get to prison.
0: Oh, uh, Prison. Wait till we get to prison. Yep. Because that episode, Defenders, is just going to be an eight episode long hallway fight.
1: Yeah. Oh, ba- based on the trailer, yes, <laughs> it's fine.
2: That's fine. And don't do don't do twenty cuts. Do a hallway scene, baby. Yeah. Like, give me all of your hallway scenes. Don't cut it sixteen times for thirty seconds of footage, please. Please, Daredevil, I implore you. Defenders, I implore you. Don't cut it up. Darren make Cole it never did that. No, no, no. We talk
1: about Iron Fist. Yeah.
2: Iron Fist. Is we got to hide rough. the fact
1: that they didn't train him at
0: all. Yeah, yeah. Good
2: job on your kung fu,
0: <clears throat> kung fu guy. Are you reading the current book, Current Iron Fist book?
2: No, but I my customers tell me that it's actually very good. It's
0: good. It's a lot better than the last series that was out. And the only thing that drives me crazy is the tracksuit.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! yeah.
0: Drives me off the wall. But he he hasn't been. He's kind of rocked because he's in this book is essentially Enter the Dragon. Fighter goes to mystical island to compete in tournament. Um, So he doesn't have the tracksuit so much now anymore, but it's still annoying me. But other than that, the book's great.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean. Marvel Marvel has a way of, if the show's not really good, we'll try to kick it up a notch in the comic book yeah.
0: department. And uh, if, if memory serves, this week, Daredevil 20 comes out. And Luke Cage number one. Which is the conclusion of the, we finally find out how Matt got his secret identity restored, even though we kind of know what's going to happen. We have an idea.
2: And it's because he kept from, wearing a shirt that said, I'm not Daredevil.
0: <laughs> and people finally believed him. People right. finally got on board. Yep. And if the covers to be believed is going to be the last of the black suit yay i
2: like the black suit
0: no <laughs> drew, drew is one very valid gripe about the black suit it's not red no no it's not that i mean that's who that's part of the gripe um do you want to, or should I? It's just overdesigned,
1: is all. And, and the, what I mean the tape on the hands, the tape drove on the hands, is driving me nuts because you can't just be like, "I gotta change quickly." That implies that he wears the suit under his under his you know clothes, and right. the gloves come out of the pocket. Gloves on, go. No, no, no. He has this elaborate boxer's tape job that takes like a long time to do. You can't just do that on you a. You don't whim. do it in a phone booth. It looks good. See, that's, again, it's like it, it looked it looked good, and that was enough for them to run with it. Which, hey, it's comics. I get it.
0: Yeah. But
3: it's a little...
2: If you're looking at the logistics of it, though... It's a little thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. I get it. I get it. My, yeah. my mind it's, wants to
0: know. It's by no means the worst costume redesign we've ever seen in comics. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. But... It's not that the costume's bad. We just prefer... Daredevil's red suit is
1: like... You y- y- nailed it. It's like Spider-Man. Yep, you, you hit it. You hit the home run there. You don't have to. There is no fixing this. You did it. That that's it.
0: Did you Did you see the new Scarlet Spider costume? Yeah. No. All
1: right. Is he wearing the hoodie again?
0: not in a way that you
1: remember
2: (laughs) (laughs) it sounded like you were digesting that question
0: because there is because it's a costume designed in the year 2017 so of course it has to have a hood so it's 1993 again spider gwen yeah Um, but if it it wasn't for the hood it wouldn't be horrible but the hood really kind of kills it
2: I still can't get my head around the mask on on the Netflix show I have a tough time with that mask.
0: The Daredevil really? mask? Yeah. Oh, I'm fine with it. What what problems do you have? It's
2: just, it, I don't know. I'm, I think it's just the bulk of it. It feels like it's so far out from his face. It, like, it's really it's, not. It's
1: pretty tight.
2: I, I, don't, I don't know. You know what it was? It was like the, the very last episode of the first season, the original design for yeah. the mask. I think it just put kind of a sour taste
1: in my mouth. So we talked about this, and like I felt in the last episode of the first season, it did. It was. It looked odd because we, you know, we weren't used to seeing it. But then we watched. As soon as season two started, it was like, oh, it looks fine. And even rewatching season one, seeing that episode again, I was just like, that's fine.
0: Looks fine. I think there might have been some subtle changes yeah. to the the way they made the costume. Maybe in between there's season definitely a redesign
1: in season two. Period. Yeah. That that he gets the new suit from from Melvin, and it looks fine. I like. It looks good. I like yeah. it.
2: That's it. Well, I mean, that's the thing, though, is, like, I love, I've watched both seasons multiple times at this point. I'm literally just finding, like, as I watch it over and over again, I'm like, you know what? I don't know if that sits right with me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, uh, but that's because I'm, like, watching it over and over yeah. again, you start to notice things or, or I guess maybe the repetitive well, I mean, nature of seeing it.
0: It's not like it has to fit flush on his eyes for him to see better.
2: Right. No, I understand that.
0: So, I mean, I like it. I, I think it's fine. It's very fine. I think it's pretty, pretty <laughs> darn good. Personally. Yeah, it's very fine. But, all right. Um, we unfortunately, for a closing statement, we unfortunately didn't get any answers to our question from last week. Well. So.
2: Wow. Thanks for failing these guys, listeners. You really could have helped out and pitched in a little
0: bit more. Maybe a new question, Carl. New question for our closing arguments. Dear listeners, please, if you would like to answer our question, you can submit your answers to the following sources. You can find us on Twitter at Pod. You can go to Facebook.com slash Pod. You can email us at Pod at gmail.com or you can go to our website at com to answer the following question. What artist, writer, celebrity, were you most excited to meet at a con you've previously attended?
2: Good? Good. That's because fabulous. Good. I yeah. like that. Yeah, good. All right,
0: Anybody, anybody uh, before we go, I got an answer to that really quickly?
2: We'll see over next week. Should I just I'll do mine? I can, yeah, mine. can do mine. I won't be here next week. I'll yeah. make you wait. <laughs> right. You can have mine, though. Um, okay. It's because of a personal experience I had.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I think I know a, the answer. Right. so I think I know a, the answer.
2: I haven't been to, to many shows outside of what we've had here in Buffalo. Uh, but last year I met Neil Adams at Nickel City Con. And he was incredibly nice to me and, and terribly wonderful and sweet. Um, and so I went to Baltimore and uh, I I saw him and I looked so forward to seeing him just because he had been like so gracious. And he ended up asking me to work at his table with him during Baltimore Comic Con.
0: Sweet.
2: Yeah. But I did, however, meet the Scott Snyder while I was in Baltimore for said convention. And that may be one of the most exciting meets I've ever, because it was just one of the, it was like he was coming up an escalator in the hotel and I bumped into him while he was looking for a restaurant and I told him where said restaurant was. And then I proceeded to tell him that he may have written some of the best Batman I'd ever read.
0: Did you ask him what the hell was up with the ending of the Wake?
2: I should have, <laughs> because you know that I had a very strong reaction.
0: We all did.
2: Yeah, I. Who? Oh man! I, you know what? I was too starstruck. I really, really was. It's like I just Didn't see that bumped into this dude. And I, you know, I collected all fifty-two issues. I mean, the the end was a bit of a struggle to get through with a- Batman.
0: Everything after death of the family was a struggle. Yeah, it was a,
2: l- a little bit, you know, but it was still I could still get through it. I could still enjoy it. I still enjoyed it. And so, uh, plus he's written so much. Oh, that man's written some really, really amazing stuff. So I think I it's a, a tie all for right. my my love for Neil Adams because he's just nice to me. And uh, somebody like Scott Snyder, who I think is a, a modern-day legend at this point, I think we're going to be talking about him in the future the same way we... Well, I'm not going to use your reference, because, I mean, nobody's ever going to be as good as Grant Morrison. But we'll we'll look at Scott Snyder in the future as a, a legendary writer in his own way.
1: Right. He's defined Batman for a generation.
0: For, he sure has. For sure. Yep. For better or worse. Yep. <laughs> so verge thank you so much for joining us on this episode of devil do uh please by all means tell the peoples where they can find you and all the stuff that you're doings
2: physically you can find me at the store 8075 sharon and drive david adams in williamsville so you can find me there i'm there guaranteed every tuesday and wednesday guaranteed i can't not be there comic book things wouldn't happen um, and you can find me on Twitter at Madam Commander. I'm actually uh about to hop on that PS4 jam again. I'm getting my own PS4 now. Ooh. Yeah, from my little place. So I will be on there as RunVMC. Uh, <laughs> I am it's on- such
0: a great handle because it works because it's her <laughs> initials.
2: It's my initials. It was given to me by a dear friend uh i don't do a lot of the social medias but i'm on the facebook so if you want to say hi on my timeline or you want to say hi on the twitters feel free to do all those things and uh i'll be at the buffalo Niagara convention center well i'll be there thursday nobody can see me then because the show is <laughs> not open yet but i will be friday through sunday at the convention center feel free to stop by say hello tell me how much you love the convention and make sure you let me know that you heard heard this podcast, because then I'll like you even more. Yay. Yay.
0: If you're wondering what she looks like, look for a small, self-contained hurricane just moving around the convention.
2: Yeah, it's basi- I'm basically a jar with a storm inside of it.
0: Kind of like if you ever played uh, the arcade game Captain America and the Avengers, she will kind of look like the boss at the end of her stage, Whirlwind. The Tasmanian devil, uh,
2: uh, A little bit. Yeah, that's probably exactly uh, what I look like. Oh, man. <laughs> <The> members. <laughs> I'm member.
3: Uh, uh,
2: so, yeah, come... I mean, if you're if you're at the show this weekend and you want to try to find me, I'll be the woman that won't stand still for very long periods of time at all.
0: I will be at the show this weekend.
2: I'll find you. You know I'll be, like, all over that floor. So, <laughs> I'll, I'm sure that I will bump into you at some point. Awesome. Yay.
0: All right, folks. Thank you again for joining us. Please put the word out about the show. Share our new episode posts. Review us on iTunes. Uh, We love you. We appreciate you. Have a good week. Court is adjourned.